Hello, welcome to our video review of The Gallery Episode 1, Call of the Starseed. This is a game that was uh, released way back when the Vive originally came out, which was April the 5th, 2016. Uh, it's now priced at £14.99 or $20 and was made by Cloudhead Games. Um, Roots, what, what sort of game is this? Ah, it's a puzzle game. It's my favorite, you know? <laughs> um, I was just saying a little while ago how, like, this game, uh, the puzzles are um, cool, but there's I get, get to moments where the friction inside the headset is just too much, where, I, I you know, I, I, I get frustrated. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a puzzle game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's worth noting that this game came out, obviously, way back when the Vive came out. Or shortly after the Vive came out, and uh, was so it's, it's an early game. Um, I think it's important to reflect on that sometimes when you look back at these early early games because they're not going to meet up to the modern VR standard. Um, but yeah, this 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 was uh, this was one of the early games that I played when I first got VR as well, which which can uh, sometimes reflect on your opinion. But I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a, it was a really well made. It was teleport only, which is one thing that some people obviously uh, puts people off. Um, but you you start off, you kind of like on this island. Um, you're on the coast, and you can you can go down, and you can pick up fireworks. And I think well, that's one of the good things about this is the interactivity that they added. You can pick up pretty much any object, fire off fireworks. You've got uh, lots of literature that you can read. You've got these tapes. That you can pick up and you can slide a tape into the tape deck. And it's got really good positional sound as well, so you can pick up the tape player, put it next to your ear, and you can actually hear what's being said. Um, there is a story behind this, which we'll, we may talk about a little bit later on as spoilers, but the, the basic premise is that you're trying to find your sister uh, and she's she's disappeared and you're, you're tracking her last known location. And you keep finding these tapes and she's talking in the tapes and giving you bits of information which sometimes help you to progress through the game. Um, Wes, what's, what sort of, you know, obviously it's a puzzle game. What sort of puzzle game is it? How would you describe the puzzles in this game? Uh, I would describe this game as a story-driven puzzle adventure. It isn't a, a hardcore puzzler like some of the other games, Talos Principle, abduction type games but this is a very much a story driven adventure with puzzles uh especially this episode one and, and going back to what you were saying earlier this is an older game but i feel it very much holds up today from a, a, a quality standpoint graphically audio wise uh a, a very good game even still today um but it, it's uh the puzzles were um kind of environmental puzzles they, they give you if you as you were saying the environment's very interactive you can interact with a lot of objects and if you're the type of person who's good at examining things picking up maybe reading some some uh, literature that's left lying around this game gives you clues on how to how to progress through it um, so yeah all in all uh, I, I would call it a moderate difficulty puzzle game I, I may have gotten stuck for five or ten minutes here and there but nothing too difficult and it all revolves around the story and it's all quite fun in my opinion 
Yeah, we're going to go over some spoiler uh, stuff at the end of the video, so don't worry, we'll give you plenty of, of warning and talk more specifics about the actual puzzles themselves. But um, yeah, they're, they're definitely there's a lot of environmental stuff, um, which we can't really say, because the game revolves around these puzzles. I don't want to really spoil any of them. Um, you need to figure them out for yourselves. But yeah, the, 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 I actually enjoyed the puzzle side of the things. Um, it's very difficult to talk without without spoiling it. But uh, let's let's move on to 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 the, to the graphics. Uh, Roos, visually, obviously, this is a game you actually played very recently. You only played it a couple of days ago. So, how did you feel it looked visually compared to obviously, yeah, modern, modern. games? Yeah, look, I thought it looked good. Um, I I enjoyed everything about this game. It, the graphics, the the puzzles and stuff. The puzzles weren't too hard, like um, Wes was saying. The the, my biggest gripe um, is the teleporting. It, it and it's not even teleporting. It's just it felt non-intuitive. It didn't feel right. It like it was weird the way that they you moved it back and forth. And I felt like a lot of times I was having to teleport somewhere to teleport somewhere to teleport somewhere. And it just I it it really made me not like a lot of the experience. And I could see how if I had played it. In 2016 or 2017, I would have been like, oh, my God. Now, after locomotion, and even with proper teleportation, um, it, it, it that, that just drove me crazy. I, um, and I don't know if I would have stuck with it if I wasn't, you know, knowing that I was going to review it. Um, but that's just me. I, I didn't I didn't like the teleporting in this game at all. It drove me crazy. And maybe it's just me. Did any of you, either of you have that issue, or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was one of my earlier games, so I didn't have as much of an issue. But there is some options to change a few different things, like the way that you can do like blink teleportation, or you can have it where it's just instant. You know, you, you just bam, you're there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's teleport, so there's no way of getting around. There's no smooth locomotion, um, and it did. It does feel a bit restrictive. Just, just I just find sometimes the teleportation when you you get some when you like you go near something, but you, you just want to be like a little bit further over, but you, you can't. So then you like you either got to move in your room, or you've got to like just just you know fire right next to you, and it, it, it can be quite frustrating. But I think that's that's one of the main negatives of this. The other one would probably be the the length. It's um, it took me about one and a half hours. I don't know how long it took you guys, um, but it's not a particularly long game. Ruth, how long did it take you to it's take? Somewhere around there, about an hour and a half, probably. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's £14.99, it's $20, so obviously that's, again, personal preference and whether you think it's worth that. Um, I think it's probably a touch overpriced, bearing in mind how old this game is. I'd, I'd say it probably needs lowering a little bit. You can pick it up on a sale a lot, so it does pop up on... Um, a sale. I actually bought this on a sale for fifty percent off, half price. So keep an eye out for it at, at that price. I'd say it's worth more picking up more on that cheaper price. Personally, um, like I did mention earlier about the sound. Obviously, you've got the sound. It's got. Uh, this is one of the first games like with spatial audio. So did you? Wes, did you notice this with the with the, with the positional audio of the when you pull a tape up and things like that? A hundred percent. The audio as well as the graphics in this game are, are very, very well done. Uh, a lot of things in the environment, like you just saw uh, these birds fly over, uh, you can hear stuff like that. And, and everything is 
where it sounds like it is. Uh, so yeah, 100% impressed with the audio and, and the visuals of it. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very well done. Even today, it holds up by today's standards. It's all very well done. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. There's one puzzle, one puzzle. I want to, I want to know if you guys had the problem with this. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, so don't worry. But the very last puzzle with the fuses, I had some real issues with that puzzle trying to get the fuses to fit in to the slots. Did you guys have this problem? Uh, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Please. I was just going to say, uh, after I caught <laughs> caught them, yeah. Um, it, was, it was very, I mean, it, that was actually earlier. But yeah, it's it was it was definitely very... Um... They just wouldn't go into the holes. I was putting them in and they weren't clicking in. And I was constantly having to twist them and stand in there, and I was trying my best to get them in the holes, and they just would not go in. And that, that was the last puzzle, so it kind of left me a little bit frustrated because obviously I, I spent all this time literally just trying to mess about because you've got to keep moving them around and get them in a certain order. And when you're struggling just to do something basic, like just put them in the hole that they need to be in, I just wondered if that was a glitch on my end or whether the, you guys had that problem as well. I don't particularly remember that as being a problem. I do. It's been a while since I played this game. I, I bought this one of the first games that I picked up when I got my Rift, and uh, I, I basically picked this one up just so I can have the story going into the second one, which is the one most people uh, recommend. But I do remember something frustrating me about that puzzle. I don't know if it was just the difficulty of it, or if it was the, uh, like you said, some kind of a, a, a mechanic problem with getting the fuses into the holes. But I don't remember that. If that was the case, I don't remember that specifically. Yeah, me neither. Mm. Okay, must have just been me. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much more to say on that without going to spoilers. So do we want to just wrap the uh, summary up? So Roots... Do you recommend this at the price? Is I, I, not at that price. Um, I, two things. I mean, I, I just think, like you said, I think it's it's now it's it's a bit overpriced. It should be ten bucks. Ten bucks, it's a no brainer, um, and I think that's what it goes for when it's on sale. Um, so I know that's going to kind of not be good when it's on sale, but uh, you're definitely going to get people into the game. And um, and I think it was you, Wes, or maybe it was Alex. I don't know when we were talking about this. Um, and you told me, you, you literally said, and I agree with this, you have to play number one so you know what's going on in number two. And if you don't play number two, then you're making a mistake. So um, that's just my opinion. So. Okay. Wes, what do you think? Uh, I, I largely agree. $20 is too much to pay for this alone. But I don't think you should buy this alone. It, it's bundled all the time mm -hmm. with with episode two. And uh, you can normally get both of them for around 20 or $25. So if I'm going to recommend to someone to buy this, that's the way I think that they should buy it. They should just buy it as a package uh, with the second game because that, that's where the real payoff is, in my opinion, is when you get yeah, it with the second game. That's a good point, definitely. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's nothing else worth saying. But I, I agree. I agree with what, what was said, actually. Pick up the bundle. Um, or, or try and wait for a sale, but I don't. I don't think it's worth the full asking price as it is, just because it's a shorter game. It's an older game. Uh, it's a good game. I recommend it, but I, I just think you need to maybe pay a little bit less for it. 
you know, it's like Anthony always says, you know, like, what can you get for $20? You know, like, you can get a Shadow Point. It's a puzzle game that just came out from Oculus Studios with Patrick Stewart. Um, you know, like, I, I could just think I, it, there's just too many games for $20 that you could get. And a two-year-old mm-hmm. game that, that is good, or a three-year-old, um, it's just not, uh, um, not worth $20. Okay, so that that wraps up the review. Recommended uh, on a sale. That's oh. what I'll, that's what I'll say. Go on. What, oh, what were we gonna say? Oh, so we're we're still doing spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. just, yeah, I, was okay. gonna, I was I was just wrapping up the okay. review side. Yeah, so we go we're going to spoilers now. <clears throat> so sorry. Uh, so if 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 you've already played the game and you don't mind spoilers or you you don't mind spoilers anyway, then uh, yeah, stay tuned. Otherwise. Click off and uh, don't don't watch anymore or listen anymore to the to the review. Okay. Turn it off now. You have been warned. Warning. Okay, so let's talk spoilers then. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about the puzzles first because obviously we've got there's not loads of puzzles. I mean, what is it, about five different puzzles in this? Something got, like that. Yeah. I mean, they've just shown one on the screen actually where you have to knock the use a throw something to knock the thing down. That's kind of a puzzle. Um, but then the, the first main one, which I think really I really liked, which is again it might be just because it was an earlier game that I played, was using that flare gun. I really enjoyed using that flare gun. You have to shoot the flares, and you've got these bells, so like the on the boys, so you've got to shoot the boys, and once you get all of them, it opens up a gate. And it, I just really liked the way that the gun felt. You have like the reload. You have to reload the the flares in there. Um, yeah, I think that was actually probably. Weirdly, my favourite puzzle, but I could say this could be clouded because of the fact it wasn't one of my earlier. When you first get into VR, it's difficult to not be wowed by everything. So just firing a flag on, you know, feels cool. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that puzzle. Um, once you go from there, where is it? You go, you go into the sewers. Is that right, Wes? Well, you go back to the beginning where there that there's that cooler. On the string, you know, when you when you first come into the game, there's this cooler here, uh, and as you approach it, it, it's on a rope and it raises up. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. And then uh, after you get through the uh, the little makeshift uh, uh, home or dormitory area, there you shoot the bells, which I enjoyed a lot too. Uh, it was one of my favorite parts, especially to hit that last one that was really far away was kind of difficult. But uh, after you shoot those bells, you can go back to that cooler, and the cooler has now dropped for you. And inside the cooler, there's a crank. And then you use that crank to open up the sewer gate. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then you meet that guy behind the behind the, the gate, and then uh, you go through the sewer. Um, Roots, what did you – did you have any standout puzzles that you enjoyed, or was it – I just thought everything um, puzzle wise was pretty cool because they, like you said, they weren't that difficult, but they relied on just looking around and seeing what's going on. Like it showed earlier in the video um, where it had the uh, Morse code, and you kind of had to figure out different things on that. And I just, I just figure every, I, I really liked it. The only one I didn't care for them that much was the last puzzle. Um, it just seemed like it drug on a little bit too much. But uh, um, yeah, there was a obviously there was one. Where he's throwing all the stuff at you, so yeah, you the fuses. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. Except for I kept dropping them, and that was not. 
that's, for some reason, I, I don't know why, but I couldn't find the right fuses. I don't know if you guys had this problem. He was constantly lobbing them and throwing he, them at me. He was throwing garbage, too. He was throwing, yeah, like, real and parts was, and not real parts. and Yeah, that, that was cool. But it was, I think it's that's the kind of um, thing I liked about this. It, it is very environmental, so it is you... You're using your hands a lot, which is, I think, it's the same with the second one, which we're going to talk about later. But the, the, it's you're doing things that you can't do in flat, and that's what is important, I think. You, you, you could, you, I guess you could, but it's, it's obviously getting a flare going, it's loading it up, it's actually physically having to aim, accounting for the drop of the flare. It's obviously having to catch the things and put the fuse in. It's having to, you've got the, the there's, there's one which is literally like a puzzle where you've got to get all the, the pieces and put them in the right order. And I just I just thought that the way that they did the puzzles was really good and they, they made a good use of VR. Um, that's my personal thoughts on that. Um, yeah, and, and even if this game were to, like the puzzles were to translate to flat, uh, it still wouldn't be nearly as good as a, of a game. Because in my opinion, the strong point of this game is the sense of presence you have in it. It really feels like you're in this place. Uh, they did a really good job of building a, a believable world around you, even though some of the things that are happening are quite unbelievable. Yeah, I like, I like the feel of being on that beach and firing the fireworks off and everything. And uh, this is this is one of those where. I, it was really cool, and when it ended, it was kind of disappointing because. I wanted more of it. So, right. what yeah. do you guys? What do you guys think of the backpack? The inventory I thought was pretty good system. It felt good. The way you could grab stuff, you highlight it, grab it out. It's in your hand. It was probably, I'm assuming, when it first came out, was probably one for, first of its type that was so cool and interactive, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was very cool. Uh, a bit finicky sometimes. Sometimes if you guys have problems sometimes. You try and put something in, it'd fall through, and you'd have to pick it back up again. And but overall, <clears throat> obviously, again, that's another thing: just reaching over your back and physically pulling a backpack out and having it float there. I mean, we've seen it in a lot of games now, but it, this was the first to do that, so that definitely felt felt good. And it's again, it feels like it's made for VR. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. One of the first uses of uh, what has gone on to become a relatively common uh, mechanic for inventory. So yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so let's let's end up let's end this by touching on the story a little bit. Obviously, this this starts off. This is kind of the the introduction almost to the second game. Um, obviously, you arrive looking for your sister. We actually had a little conversation before and. And Wes automatically said that you're the brother looking for the sister. But when I listened to an interview with the dev, they made purposely named you a name. I think you are Alex, aren't you? And because and, uh, it's a unisex name, so you can. It's handy for me. That's two games, in fact, I've played recently. You call Alex, and then uh, it's handy <clears throat> because you can actually change your gloves and your hands to girl to women's hands. So they did want you to feel like you were the character. Uh, and it's definitely a game where they're trying to sell, tell a story. So the story is an important part of the game. Um, Roos, obviously you played this the most recent out of the three of us. What, how, what, what was your thoughts on the story? What was your interpretation of what's happening? It was weird. I, that professor was very bizarre to me, and I still don't know exactly what 
um, his role. I, you know, my biggest problem is, is like you just said, um, and I'm sure some people have this issue as well. Uh, like it's a story driven game. Um, but I get into a lot of these games and if the story doesn't grab me, I just tune it out and I just play the game. And to be honest, I know that there was a, uh, somebody missing and we were looking for him, but I, I don't know too much more, um, outside of the story, uh, just because, um, I, I tuned it out. Uh, do either of you have that issue, or is it just is it just me? Like, if the story doesn't grip you, will you play through it, but just kind of tune out some of yeah, the? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Sometimes because it depends on the story, and obviously, some, sometimes these like this 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 story, obviously, it's got depth to it, but you can interpret if you didn't play the second game. It, it leaves it on a big cliffhanger. Obviously, you end up going on that thing, and it, it goes from you being feeling like you're in an actual real place on Earth and now you're on this floating platform floating through some weird futuristic alien type thing. So they definitely left it open, wide open for you to want to see what happens. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I really cared too much about my sister, I've got to be honest with you, or finding it. I was probably just more interested in just going through the environment and enjoying the environs more than the story personally for me. Wes, what did you think? Uh, I, I like the story, okay. I, I, really more than the story, I, I really like the characters. I think that the, the voice acting was done well. I think the professor was very eccentric and, and an entertaining character. Uh, but I really, I don't zone out like Ruth was talking about. I, I normally, uh, I'm the type of player who dissects the story. I, I look for every little nuanced bit of information I can get about the story it's one of the things i enjoy about games and as far as bad ones i don't play a whole lot of bad games i generally know going into a game that it's a good one it's been reviewed and uh and people have already uh told me that uh that it was good so that's why i bought it now that may change now that i'm a content creator on youtube and i'm trying new games to tell others whether or not they're good but very much during the the era that i was playing these games i already knew that it was a good game going in and uh yeah anything story driven i'm dissecting the story i'm not tuning it out but i enjoyed the story overall it was pretty good uh definitely takes a, a different turn after this game when you get into episode two a very nuanced sometimes difficult to follow story in the next episode but we'll, we'll talk about that more later yeah, I think we should finish it up there then. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> obviously, if you're listening at this point, you already, you've probably already played the game, so you already know what the game's like. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the second game um, in a separate video and do a separate review of that. So if you are new to the channel and you've just found this video, make sure you subscribe, like, and uh, check out. We're going to release the review probably the next work, next day. Uh, of the second episode um, we're also trying to build up a little bit of a community so check up the, the description we'll leave a link to our discord uh, if you're into VR games we're just we're just all about VR games and we're hoping to build up a bit of a library of go through all old games new games and, and review them and talk about them so if you like what you see uh, hit like subscribe if, if not you can hit dislike no problem but uh, that'll do for this one uh, anyone else got anything to say quickly before we leave? Nope. I think that nope. covers it. That covers it.
Okay. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. Easy.